Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode 18 of the Miami Tech Pod. I'm Cesar Fernandez, and I am joined by the squad here, Will Weinrob, Maria Durchi, and Brian Breslin. What's up, everyone? How's everyone doing? Maria, I, first of all, I want to know how you're doing. Uh, I heard you had you know, a, a really late night meeting founders and uh, potential investment targets last night. Is that right? Uh, really late for my age, I guess. Cause yeah, just for the <laughs> record, Mar- Maria sent us a text that she might not be able to make it on the pod because of <laughs> the shenanigans yeah. from last night. So we're glad she's here. Mar- Maria, Maria's wearing the hangover outfit there. She's like, you know, in, in the hoodie, very put together. <laughs> in, in the hoodie with the, with with the uh, baseball cap, you know, just like try, trying to get over Thursday night. Uh, but it's it's all good. She she was uh, she was working for for all of the uh, Florida funders uh, employees listening to the pod. She she was uh, working the night shift while you all were sleeping. Uh, she likes to refer to it as quote networking. Caesar. Oh it is. God. It is. I mean, she was hanging out with founders who are building companies and, you know, who knows? Maybe uh, we look look at this five years from now and one of those uh, companies are worth a, a cool billy. You know, we'll see. <laughs> well, we, you know, met one of uh, Caesar's friends who's an avid listener of the podcast, Jason. So shout out to Jason last night. It was great to meet you. Yeah. J- Jason Wong. Uh, big shout out. He's a good friend of mine. He was one of the early Uber employees here in the Miami market that launched it. Serial entrepreneur, um, built a education consulting business, has his own fund. I mean, he's, he's just a really solid human being. Love that guy. Um, cool. Well, let's talk a little bit about, uh, let's jump right in. Will, you had a, you hosted a panel this week about uh, raising capital and uh, you know tips on you know exiting a company. You want to share a little bit about that? I think it was a, a really well attended event at Building, was it or uh, was the, the lab. lab? The lab. Yep. There you go. Was at the lab. Great event. Uh, we did a little collaboration us at the Local Leaders Collective. Which quick plug for the Local Leaders Collective for folks listening that don't know peer support group for entrepreneurs. It's an organization kind of like EO or YPO that's a little more accessible for folks uh, at the early stage. Peer, peer support for, for entrepreneurs and founders. Uh, and we collabed with On Deck uh, to do this event at the Lab Miami, which was a fantastic event. Uh, I was joined by Yuha uh, Mikola and Adam Garfield. Yuha, obviously, from Wincode uh, fame and success, and uh, Adam Garfield from SpeedyTap fame and success uh, locally here, sold his company to Wix uh, just a few months ago. Yuha sold his company to BrainStation. Uh, and just sharing candidly lessons learned along the way, both on the financing side uh, of, you know, all the different ups and downs of raising capital for your company, pitfalls to avoid and things like that. And then obviously, if you're raising capital for your company, it starts the hourglass, the timer starts that eventually you're going to have to provide some form of a liquidity event. You know, you're going to have to return your capital to these investors at some point. So you're on the path to exit. So what are some tips for exiting your company and eventually selling your company. So we did the best we could in an hour to kind of give people both sides of it to the, you know, the fundraising side and then the, uh, the acquisition side. And it was just a great crowd, great energy. It was like the first event that I did like that, where I was on a panel post pandemic and it just felt really good. Maria was there. Thank you, Maria, for, for coming and supporting. And, you know, we, we grabbed lunch afterwards. Maria, I think I told you this maybe like three or four times. I'm like, today feels just so damn good. Like <laughs> yeah. a panel and lunch and Winwood, And it was just, 
it felt normal again and uh it was just it was just a great day yesterday was a great day so appreciate everyone for coming and and we'll do more moving forward hopefully and maria you were you were on a panel a few days before that with the mayor and uh michael Samen and and a couple other people right it was also a non-deck uh event yeah it was a, a panel called bet on miami and it was uh, Mayor Suarez, Melissa Krinsman of Krillian, uh, moderated. She's also kind of the VC uh, in residence, I guess, uh, for Venture Miami, doing incredible work. I know we've talked about her when she originally was appointed to this role. Um, Michael Saman, who is also on our podcast, and uh, Rebecca Fishman Lipsy of the Miami Foundation, who's incredible and so eloquent. So it's always wonderful to, but also nerve wracking to be on a panel with her because she just is, you know, much much more eloquent than I can be. Um, but it was it was a great panel um, talking about this moment in Miami. And uh, for those who aren't aware, kind of on deck crew is like a mixture of people who are from here and people or who have been living here and people who are new here. Uh, so it was great to be able to answer some of their questions um, and to hear from them on, on what they're thinking as they're considering a move here. And Brian, you, you and I have been on no panels um, we've, we've not done shit. We're slacking. Um, we, <laughs> let's get our panel game up, Brian. I mean, no up. one's been inviting me, so <laughs> I feel a little left out. In know? all fairness, I, well wasn't created invited, I wasn't invited to do a panel either. <laughs> I just made one, you know, so make one. <laughs> Clearly, Will has way more initiative than uh, Caesar or I. <laughs> but maybe Caesar and I are going to do our own panel. We may or may not invite you to. We'll see. <laughs> it's TBD. Speaking of uh, old, old and new people kind of gathering together, um, we, we saw a little bit of gathering online. Uh, you know, there's a there's a little bit of a Miami Tech Week uh, drama on Twitter. Things got a little heated. Um, I look. I I think we should address it, but like then move on after with a little bit of a PSA. Uh, but you know, there there was, you know, I think Austin Bunsen uh, posted something online where he kind of wrote up uh, a tale of three tech tech weeks. Uh, Austin was, I think, our first guest on the pod, or or one of the first guests on the pod, and um, you know, he he kind of went through um, this this dichotomy of like you know, all of this energy that came out, you had uh, the, this un, unofficial event uh, that or unofficial Miami tech week that was created, um, you know, by, by a tweet from Delian at founders fund. Um, he had a bit of back and forth with Delian. Uh, we had Alexis Ohanian jumped in. What, what do you all think about, you know, this, I know, I know it got a lot of play on, on Twitter and, and, and overall, but like, what, I'd love to get your thoughts. Will, what, what are your thoughts? Um, well, I mean, I think for the most part, I think what Austin wrote was very well done and very thoughtful. I think, you know, Austin has been building and helping build this community for a long time. Uh, so he has a perspective that Delian doesn't have. Uh, he knows all the people that were involved in building Miami Tech Week back in 2014 and all those years ago. Um, and uh, and obviously folks here on this podcast were a big part of Miami Tech Week at those days. Uh, so I think there is a um, there, you know, Austin made a great point in that you, if you're coming into town, I think you should be collaborative. I do think that Delian, you know, 
he he probably just he meant well with what he wanted to try to do. I think he was bringing a lot of folks to Miami and and wanted to get people engaged in the scene. So I don't think there was any ill will there whatsoever. Uh, but I think, frankly, uh, there was uh, a lack of communication or a lack of collaboration that maybe could have happened if he did a little bit of research. Is Miami Tech Week a thing? Did it exist before? Who are the players involved, et cetera? And then I, I don't know any of the back. Uh, the backstory behind the conversations that happened after Austin and Delhi and connected. Um, but it seems like the community is now better for it because apparently Austin connected everyone, connected Delhi and to Melissa Medina, who's running Emerge uh, and some other folks. Um, so it looks like things are on the right track. So it's one of those things where, hey, if it had to happen, let it happen early on and let's get everybody you know moving forward in unison. And now it looks like uh, Miami Tech Week 2022 is a uniform production and that, that that's progress. And, and there's a bit of a backstory here on the actual, you know, not just Miami tech week, but the actual Miami tech domain name. Is that right, Brian? <laughs> Way to put me on the spot there, Caesar. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm the owner of that domain uh, since 2009. <laughs> and um and it's been used multiple times over the years for different event series and things like that through for refresh and, and other community partners. But I leased it to Austin about a couple weeks ago, right before all this or yeah, right before all this beef started for an undisclosed period of time and an undisclosed amount of crypto. Um, and I had no idea this was gonna blow up like this. You know, my main one of my main takeaways from this whole thing was I had no idea that people gave a shit about other people's beefs on the internet when they had nothing to do with any of it. You know, like the amount of people commenting and picking sides and, and jumping into the Twitter fray on this is mind boggling, mind bogglingly stupid. You know, the fact that people are wasting their time on all this stuff, like I couldn't believe it, but to, uh, to follow on to Will's point though, I think, sure. I, I get that a lot of people felt sort of left out, you know, they they were like, all these people, all these people are coming to town and having fun without us. You know, we can have fun too. And so, I think it was neat that that sort of inspired locals to create their own ad hoc events and stuff. You know, uh, like that. Uh, Chris Adamo and Natalia Martinez's, you know, biweekly happy hour at Lagnap was packed with folks. You know, and I think the rest of the week, the you know, the Shrimp Society had five hundred people RSVP. You know, so I don't think these things would have gotten the the exposure that they did because or otherwise if had it not been for all this sort of hype and and all that and i think we need to just figure out how do we capitalize on this hype train you know and make it work for us for next year and like there's already a working group of folks including delian and including some uh folks from uh different orgs here in town for miami tech week 2022 and so uh that'll be interesting to see what comes of it yeah, that's a good point in that there were definitely a lot of silver linings around that. Um, I, at the same time, I, I also think like, look, if someone wants to have a private event, like because they're, you know, they have some business play or some investment play, like, let, you know, don't view this as a, like, not everything has to be a referendum on like new people that move to Miami versus old people, right? Like people could have private events, like, like let's, just focus on connecting each other, helping each other out, building big companies, 
and not get worked up about whether this was an official event or whether someone like Brian, who's an OG, owned a domain name and built something, you know, 10 years ago or whatever, right? Like, it's just, I think we, uh, we need to just like, when, when these types of things happen, it's cool to see people get scrappy and building, you know, more inclusive events, but also like, it's okay. Not everyone's going to be invited to every single event. I, I certainly am not. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of folks aren't. And I think it's, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm ready for us to move on and I'm glad to echo what Will and Brian said that this kind of morphed into um, a, a really kind of big thing that's already in the works planning for, for next year. I don't know. There's, I want to add something too. I think one takeaway we can all sort of observe from all this activity that's been going on for the last six months is that it took outside forces of people coming to town to sort of ins inspire or kick a, light a fire under our butts to start collaborating more, to start doing more things, and to start you know uh, reigniting you know all this stuff. And so the majority of the things are still being organized by locals. You know, there's all these things going on, and it just took you know the fact that other people were interested in us as a community for us to start collaborating much more rapidly than before. You know, there's micro events that are popping up every single day now from people who are just, you know, meeting on WhatsApp or Twitter or whatever, you know? I mean, we, we got to slow them down. Like Maria can't go to every single happy hour until 1130 PM. I mean, like her poor liver, she's out there <laughs> hustling and like, we need a cap on events. Is that you agree, Maria? No. <laughs> there you go. On that um, note, I'm hosting a Women in Miami Tech happy hour next Tuesday. So this airs on Monday, so it's tomorrow. Um, <laughs> join us at the Oasis. And it's in that, collaboration with Endeavor Miami's female founders and funders. Uh, so ladies, I hope to see you there. Awesome. Those, I, I always see the, uh, the Instagram and, and Twitter pictures uh, after the fact. They look really well attended. Whoever uh, the, the the crew that that you all have building those events is, is really neat. Thanks. This is kind of like our first official one since the pandemic, so I'm excited to get them up started again and welcome a whole new crew of people. So awesome. Uh, shifting gears a bit, uh, we got some news this this past county commission meeting uh, for uh, some some action on cryptocurrency. On an 11 to two vote, the Miami-Dade County Commission uh, voted to establish uh, the countywide cryptocurrency task force. It was an item sp uh, sponsored by Commissioner Danielle Cohen-Higgins, um, and ultimately, it's a you know it's a it's a working group of of you know people in the industry, of local residents, of policymakers that are all going to get together and advise the county on how to be a more crypto-friendly county. Um, this is, this is a pretty interesting thing, right? We have a lot of action in Miami. I know Brian, you've talked a lot about how, um, Miami has for a very long time had deep roots in like the early days of crypto and a lot of big names in crypto have, have either lived here or built businesses here. Um, but this was, this is government kind of taking that extra step, you know, after we see like, you know, the Bitcoin conference moved here, we we're seeing, we're starting to see a lot of, um, you know, companies uh, being built on the blockchain, they're headquartered here. 
Um, what, Brian, what, what are your thoughts on, on kind of like the county's nod here to making this a bit more of a, of a statement on, you know, crypto being, uh, or like, you know, Miami, Miami being welcoming of, of cryptocurrencies, right? Uh, not of government are, are taking that position, right? Now. They're taking more of a cautious position. I mean, I think this is, uh, this is our city's way of, uh, building the next generation of Wall Street, right? And supporting that and having that be built here than in versus in New York. I think New York just issued some uh, ordinances that are sort of unfavorable to crypto companies, you know, and Suarez was uh, tweeting about that, how he thought it was a bad move on their part, but it's a good move for us, right? So more reason for these folks to come here. I mean, look, crypto is interesting. If, like I've been following it since 2012, 13, you know, and like, it goes through waves where, you know, early on it was the crazy, you know, anarchists who didn't want any government involved, you know, and then after that it was like, uh, you know, a few get rich quick scammers, you know, and then it was like speculators and then it's sort of gone through all these cycles, you know, and we're in, I don't know what part of the cycle we're in right now because it's super heated up, you know, but I think it's interesting um, to see all this activity here in Miami and like, I know Will's super busy in this space and uh, and his his WhatsApp groups are probably blowing up nonstop with people interested in learning about it, trying stuff, you know, or, or whatever. Well, I had to turn off all the, no the notifications for the WhatsApp group. I mean, like crazy amount of activities, just it's like 24 seven. If you ever want to like plug into to the matrix, you, you jump in on one of those and it's nonstop enthusiasm and tips and advice. I mean, uh, what's what's your plan to monetize those things? <laughs> <laughs> what about what the WhatsApp group? The WhatsApp uh, groups. No, that that. So first of all, shout out to Damien who does a fantastic job with the Miami Tech WhatsApp groups, like Miami Tech Life, and uh, you know, reach out to Damien if you're trying to get plugged in there. Uh, just terrific job, Telegram and WhatsApp on that side with all the activities he's got going on, boating, and now there's a golf channel and a tennis channel, etc. I run this little uh, kind of hacky investment ops whatsapp where it's just like a bunch of degenerates that share uh the stock or the crypto trend of the day <laughs> so there's been a lot of doge talk i think for the last month there's it's been so doge. much doge talk on that. what <laughs> what's ha what's happening like with doge? can can you give me a hot take on doge i i am a perpetual misser of trains here did you uh, see is this going to a dollar or what did you see? Well, first off, did you see someone put out this chart? They're like, if you put all your stimmies into Doge only over the last year, you would be sitting on five hundred thousand dollars. You know how life changing that would have been for so many yeah. people. Oh. I mean, listen. My opinion, as someone who's been in tinkering in this space for a long time, is that Doge is absolute trash. Yeah. <laughs> that it's just a joke, and like people who are buying it now are buying it just for the meme factor, you know, or to get rich quick because it has no utility, has no network of its own. You know, it, there's no one maintaining it. There hasn't been a commit to the code in three years, you know? So it's sort of like, even the founder of it is probably sitting around like, I don't know what I'm doing. I have 10 billion Doge sitting here because, you know, I think it's ridiculous, but I think the big question will be like tomorrow on SNL with Elon as the host or, three days ago, depending on when you're listening to this, you know, whether or not he'll pump Doge or he'll be like, aha, this is just a joke. I just sold all my Doge. <laughs> I, I think the over under is, is 
three on how many times Elon will mention Doge on SNL uh, this weekend. So let's see. It would be interesting. But yeah, it's, that, it's, it's weird times, man. Listen, COVID happened, and we've been living in an alternate reality ever since. Miami is the new Silicon Valley. People come here to raise money. Doge is approaching a dollar. Uh, it everything is just you know you know it's just bananas. Every the world is flipped upside down. So it, you know everything's possible. It's an exciting time because everything is literally possible these days. You know, we are excited to announce that the Miami Tech Pod is issuing a a coin, uh, the Croqueta coin. We've been working on it for, for months now. Um, there will only be 305 of them available. Uh, and uh, stay tuned. Hey, this, <laughs> will, this would do very well. The Croqueta coin, only 305. If you want to see this happen, at, C- at Caesar on Twitter. And, and let's make this thing happen. Share, I, the, share the next post on Twitter. To be eligible, and uh, is there an NFT component? Like it's three hundred and five unique di- pictures yeah. and drawings of croquetas. Yeah, we're gonna do a croqueta coin. We're gonna commission a croqueta coin. We're gonna issue three hundred and five of them on like a rareable. Yeah, and all proceeds go to something, right? We'll figure out a worthy donation that we can give it to, or you know, Will, why are you trying to give away our money, man? Why are you trying? To- Ten percent of proceeds go to a charity. <laughs> there, there you go. For Pro- every croqueta coin that someone purchases from us, we will also donate one croqueta to a hungry person somewhere. I like that. Uh, we may be go. hungry at the time, so <laughs> I like that. So we'll figure that out. But yeah, look, Caesar, that's your new project for for next week. Is the croqueta coin? Um, we will. Yeah, uh, look. Crazier things have happened, you know. Dogecoin. So that's right. We'll see. We'll 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 see if the if the people are going to speak out here. If the people <laughs> want the croqueta coin to happen, uh, we'll we'll know. We'll know. So I mean, I feel like Maria should be the biggest advocate for Dogecoin in all of Miami because of its you know affiliation with dogs, right? But there is no real affiliation, no? That doesn't matter. Its symbol is a dog. I was so disappointed. Yeah, true. All right. Uh, what's what's everyone up to this weekend? Maria, you have any, any, uh, how many events are you going to? How many, how many checks are you writing this weekend, Maria? I do not know. I need to see my mother for Mother's Day. Oh, shout out to all the moms building companies, right? They're, 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 that's hard. That's super hard. You know, like all of the the 24-year-olds who are like on, which nothing wrong with it. Like we need more 24-year-old building companies, but all of those like 24-year-old guys, you know, tweeting off like how, how many hours a day that they're hustling, you know, trying to trying to make it, trying to like launch you know, the next big thing. It is 10 times harder to do that as a mom. So happy Mother's Day to all the moms in, in Miami Tech. Um, we appreciate you. Uh, and that's all I gotta say. This was episode 18 of the Miami Tech Pod. We uh, appreciate everyone listening, subscribing, liking to the show. Um, we got a lot of cool uh, things in the works. If you're following us on Twitter, you can see a little bit of that uh, in, in the works in, in terms of future collabs, future guests. Because um, we we just ask people, 
right? Brian fires off tweets and gets guests left and right. That's how we roll here. So oh, yeah. Thanks for uh, tuning in this week, and we will be with you next week. Take care.